Zwift is an indoor cycling platform where you can connect with a global community of cyclists at any time. You can chat with people all over the world, share in group rides, get encouragement from total strangers right on, who quickly become your new riding buddies and train harder and faster with competition on a global scale. Check out Zwift for yourself at Zwift.com today. And in uh, this uh, very special uh, edition today of the Cycling Central podcast, we have the, the pleasure to have Finlay Pretzel with us. Finlay, you have made an extraordinary film. I've seen it. It's called Time Trial. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me. Uh, I said, I've seen the film. I've been lucky enough to, uh, to, to have seen a preview of, uh, of your film, Time Trial. Uh, talk to us about the, the premise of the film. I, I wanted to make a film that captured bike racing. That was the, 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 the basic starting point, the jumping off point, if you like. And I'd made a short film called Standing Start many years ago about velodrome racing with a kind of Olympic champion, Craig McLean. And I'd always had this in my mind, the, the road cycling. For me, it's got a mystical, strange, unspoken of yeah, mystique, I suppose. And, uh, and I've been fascinated by it. I always wanted to be a, a cyclist myself. I wanted to be a professional. And it I, I wanted to find somebody who would be willing to go on that journey, to go that distance with me. And I kind of happened upon David Miller while we were shooting this other short film. And I thought, oh, of course, this is this guy from Scotland, quite outspoken, quite um, forthright. He'd been around for a long time. And I thought, well, he had something that maybe a younger cyclist doesn't have. He's also been through a lot, you know, doping and such like. And and I really wanted to, and I thought he is like the kind of old guard who can possibly get access, make those kind of ways in. But so... I don't know if that was answering your question, but yeah, that, that's how it that's how it all started. <laughs> it does in a way, but did you know from the the beginning of of filming uh, David Miller that it was going to be his last year, or did you know it was basically the the time of the of the swan song for for him because he was towards the end of his career? He was towards the end of his career, but I didn't know that when we started making the film. He only announced it, I think, a, uh, the previous year in 2013. That he was going to retire. So, no, I had no idea how the film was really going to end, to be honest. Um, and, and, I, and I think when he finally said that, it gave us a very, you know, it, it forced us to... Well, we were going to shoot that year anyway, but it kind of very much, you know, pushed, pushed the process along for him and everyone else, you know, the, all the access. It became, like, imperative that we shot in 2014, so... Yeah, you had no no other way basically. Uh, no, the, no. The 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 you can feel in this in this uh, in this year where you follow um, David Miller that he's he's almost done with the sport. He's tired uh, mm. and and yeah. and he's been through a lot. You're right. And and there's moments where he just doesn't want to speak anymore. I mean, especially the, the doping case. Uh, that yeah. that was it. Was that that feeling you had all across the year? He was really at at the end of it, and he was done with the sport as an athlete. Uh, yeah, I, I felt that he was very much because we shot at the kind of early season races in March, uh, yeah, March, April, June, May as well. Actually, 
all kind of leading up to that, the Tour de France in July. And we, a lot of these races, he would be, he'd be nowhere and he'd be very far behind. He would kind of, and this is a sense I got from many, we'd kind of, he would almost isolate himself from the rest of the team quite a lot as well. And he would be on his, on his own. And I don't know if that was just the kind of age gap, but he wouldn't necessarily blend in with everyone and, you know, be chatting to them, even though he was the kind of team captain. But there was definitely this kind of slow, he would pull out of a few races that we shot at and I'd be like, oh, because every time, it's it's, it's like a running joke that we had in the end. I would always ask him, can you, uh, you know, maybe do a breakaway today and maybe like go off the front and try and make it to the end? And obviously, this is a mammoth human effort for these guys to, you know, get in one of these breakaways, like he says in the film. But it's, uh, but I would all constantly ask him to do it. And he just, he would always kind of try and he would always like think, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll try today. But he never really could, you know. He obviously didn't have that kind of strength anymore, but yeah. Yeah, so the, the film deals, uh, it's called Time Trial, and it's not necessarily about a, a time trial as the event, but it's, it's also talking a lot about the time will trial, I guess, uh, mm. the career yeah. of, uh, if I understood the, the play on word there. Uh, but it, exactly. it's, it's fantastic because you, you look at an athlete that, are, that has been, like you said, through a lot throughout his career he's been named and shamed and then came back and had redemption and, and so on but he's almost you can feel like he's, he's angry with himself of, of the mistake he's made that could have made him a, a, having a better legacy do you feel this as well? Yeah I, I think this is something that he wears it weighs heavily on his back this the, the you know the doping thing if that's what you mean I think that's the that is something that like it almost defines him as a cyclist as well, defines him as his career in it towards the, the end because he became such an advocate for anti-doping and he would sit on very lots of these kind of world anti-doping association panels and he'd be very outspoken. In any interview that he made, he would always refer to his doping as being a mistake. And I think that's what I always liked about him. He can't, he can't, clear that he knows that that's what he he did and that's what that's the mistake he made and i think that's it just weighs heavily on him and i I think he it's almost like a daily thing that he it's there especially when he was he was racing i think and yeah for sure Yeah, and you can really feel this in the film. It's, it's very interesting, and you really get that, uh, that 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 tension in his head. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, the idea of uh, an athlete as well retiring—that um, must have been something going through his head for quite a while. But you can feel in the documentary as well that he feel that he's inverted comma past his best sell by date in terms of of, yeah. a, of a performing athlete, and he's struggling in his head to come to grip with it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I think that that was what I'd always had this idea of making this film that was about the experience and feeling being in the race and really feeling like you're there for like cyclists, people that like sport and absolutely people who have no interest. It was about creating this like this strange world that they're in, this strange bubble that they they inhabit. And I think with with and I always wanted to kind of get inside the head and ex- 
experience it from David's point of view, which is a really, really hard thing to do, actually, we started to find that it became very difficult to actually express what these kind of thoughts are in his head. And, and, I, and I really like this idea of trying to kind of it's him battling against himself and everyone else. You know, it's not about everyone else. It's not about everyone else helping him or not helping him or it's just about him and his struggle. And I, I really like that, which is ultimately what Franklin is about. It's, it's, it's individuals. Uh, participating in this kind of very in this team sport, but they're very much individual, you know. Yeah, absolutely. The, the film is very artistically done as well, uh, so you, you can Thanks. feel that you. I'll take that as a compliment. It is a compliment, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, it is it is you can feel that there's been a lot of attention to the music, to the imagery, the photography. Uh, is that something that you've done before, or is it something that you've really taken pleasure to explore some sites uh, and and bring it to a sport that you love, cycling? Yeah, I think so. I think we, I've made um, yeah a few short films and co-directed them with a guy called Adrian McDowell, a friend of mine. And we, and I, I think that was what we always wanted to do. And I have, you know, taken from that and gone beyond that. I think with this film because in short films you've got a very short amount of time to kind of do that and let the kind of breathing happen. You know. Um, the space in a film but now it was such a it was a real pleasure to do that with this film because you suddenly realize he had all this kind of time in a way to to really concentrate and focus on this image we, we spent a long long time me and martin rabich the uh, director of photography spent many i mean years really in the run-up to making the film to really kind of try and find out what it was, what we could do that wasn't just like watching te uh, cycling on television, you know, because to the normal person or even to people who are fans, it's very boring. It's guys riding bikes, you know, in a way. And I think we wanted to, I wanted to take it to the other level to be there, to be messy, to be kind of jarred by it, to be may maybe feel a little bit sick by it or, you know, feel the kind of tension, the the speed. The... So, yeah, we spent a lot of time. And I think I started working with uh, John Sampson, CJ Mirror, the, the uh, sound designer, very early on to make these kind of big pads. We, we did a lot of kind of examples and, in a way, short, like 10-minute versions of scenes or cuts that we were... And so we really spent a long, long time getting to grips with this soundscape and uh and yeah and that's why I think uh, you mentioned this in several interviews I've seen uh, or read from you, but uh, the film is best seen in a cinema. Not that it can't yeah. be seen or shown on TV, uh, but it's probably well, best experience in a, in a big room with a big sound. Definitely, absolutely. And we really, really worked for that. Same with the images. We wanted it to be, we wanted it to be seen in, in a cinema and, And that was that was our goal. That was the it needed to be big, you know. It needed to be like punchy and yeah. And it work. It does work on a small screen, absolutely. But it's like that. It's completely enjoyable on a small screen. But but in that space, we all, that was our intention from the start. You know, it wasn't going to be anything other than that. It was, you know, 
because we weren't making a straightforward documentary, you know, so it, it was all about the, the experience, I suppose. Uh, are you still in touch with David Miller? David Miller, because I know he's been in the news lately. He wants to run for the uh, the union, yeah. and we talked about it in the in the show here last week. Uh, are you still in touch? And I mean, uh, do do you do you yeah do you keep contact with him? Yeah, no, no, yeah, I, I kind of in touch with him. I was just in touch with him actually a couple of days ago. Just sent a couple of messages back and forth. It's a funny relationship, though. You have we have. It's uh, <laughs> you know. We've spent a lot of time with each other, and we've spent, a, you know, I've been hanging around him for uh, for many years, and I think he uh, he's probably very tired of me now. You know, he probably yeah. <laughs> is happy not to speak to me. Although he he's very no, he's very yeah, he's a very decent guy. Now he yeah, he's running for this uh, president, the Riders Association president president of the Riders Association. So, and I think he'd be great at that. He's such a good. Yeah, absolutely. We debated it last week, and uh, we, we all of us in the program agreed uh, it would be great. And I actually agree he's a, he's a decent guy. I've met him in Geelong at the World Championship. Uh, he's, a, he's a great uh, guy. Of course. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. No, he is. And he's very outspoken. He'll, he definitely is there for the rights of the the riders. And he's because he's just finished racing, he'll definitely have a lot of fresh input there you know and he's got energy he's like energetic you know he's so unforceful and that's that's i think what you need you know it's very much that Absolutely. Finlay, yeah. uh, it was a pleasure talking to you. Uh, the, film, the film is called Time Trial. I would only recommend you to, to go and check it out. It's great. Thank you, Finlay. Thanks very much. Cheers.